Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Good afternoon. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Jason Vanderveer here with you. I'm the pastor of Calvary Chapel in Parker, Colorado. Good to be back with you here on a Thursday afternoon. Going to get into the Word of God, answer your calls, and questions, comments about the Bible, Christianity, prayer requests, uh, we can do all of that. 303-690-3000 if you want to join us uh, here on the air. <clears throat> or uh, you can text us at 720-336-0897. Do me a favor. If you do text, uh, give me a short kind of one-sentence uh, text of your prayer requests uh, or your question so that I can uh, read it quickly and, and uh, grasp what you're asking and, and answer it while we're on the air here. But uh, I'd prefer, actually, if you just join me on the program. Love to hear your voice and, and get all of the uh, the context around your question. 303-690-3000. That is the number that you can call. Uh, regardless of where you're listening, appreciate all of our listeners in Colorado and Wyoming listening on Grace FM. And welcome to everybody listening on Truth FM in Kentucky, North Carolina, and Tennessee. And, of course, uh, all of our Northeast listeners, Hope FM, Maryland, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Welcome to all of you here on Calvary Live. Once again, I'm Jason Vandiver, <clears throat> pastor of Calvary Chapel in Parker, Colorado. You can get more information uh, about our fellowship, calvarychapelparker.com. If you're going to be in the Calvary Chapel uh, Parker area, the Parker area that is, uh, but uh, certainly the Calvary Chapel Parker area too. Uh, but if you're going to be nearby, come and join us. Next opportunity to do that will be this Sunday uh, for Sunday services. We'll be continuing in the book of Judges. Uh, we'll have part two of our message, Trumpets, Pitchers, and Torches. Those of you familiar with that section of Scripture know that that's uh, related to Gideon, Judge Gideon. So we'll be in the seventh chapter of the book of Judges this Sunday. If Sunday is not going to happen for you, at least not in Parker. You can join us during the week, Wednesday evening, 7 p.m. We'll be continuing. Just We just started the book of First Samuel, so we'll be in the second chapter of First Samuel. Another exciting figure, uh, of course, uh, Samuel, the, the title character uh, himself, the first several chapters uh, of First Samuel, dealing with the life of the prophet and the beginning of the prophetic order. So if you want to join us uh, either of those times, any Sunday, Sunday, any Wednesday, just go to CalvaryChapelParker.com and get directions. We're located in the heart of Parker, Parker Road and Main Street. And if you're not near us or not going to be able to make it out, you can always listen or watch online. CalvaryChapelParker.com is where you would go to do that. But better yet, why not take advantage of uh, this program here, Calvary Live? Why not join me on the air? Maybe you have a question, uh, something that you've read recently, or maybe something that's that's been in your mind for a while, and 
and and you may have been struggling to kind of get to, uh, a grasp of well that's a big part of what this program is uh, is about is answering those questions that you have 303-690-3000 that is the number to call or as i said if you would like to text uh, you can do so 720-336-0897 is the text number and as i said uh keep it simple uh for me uh <clears throat> simple kind of guy just give me a one sentence prayer request or question and uh and i'll do my best uh, to answer as many of those uh as we can on the air also, but uh, if you want to join me, it doesn't matter where you're listening. Uh, you can you can jot this number down, put it in your phone if you can't call right now, and call us on a uh, another program. But three zero three six nine zero three thousand. That is uh, that is the number to call. I want to let you know uh, as, as well. We have a lot of uh, other free resources available at our website calvarychapelparker.com. Uh, we have the entire Bible. <clears throat> For you to listen, uh, you can go through and listen to audio and all of our previous studies through the Word. And then for the last several years, uh, we finally uh, came into the uh, the new age. We have video uh, of everything as well so that you're able to, uh, to listen uh, or to watch if you so choose. All of that is free to download or stream uh, whenever uh, you have the time to do so and whichever book you happen to be wanting to study. So you can uh, take advantage of that as well as uh, uh, you can download uh, our devotional that's available there, the In the Word Daily Devotional that's available to you. Uh, again, just go to calvarychapelparker.com. But join me here, 303-690-3000. And let's go to Dominic uh, in Lakewood. Uh, Dominic, welcome to the program. Hey, Dominic, can you hear me? Can you hear me, Pastor Jason? I, I can hear you now. Perfect. We, oh, we've got you. Awesome. Great. How you doing today? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. I'm very blessed. How about you? I'm doing really well. I always enjoy being here, get a chance to, to talk about my favorite subject and, and to spend time with people. It's, it's always a blessing. Learn a little bit in the process. It's always fun. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, me as well. I love listening to the program, and it's uh, been such a tremendous blessing in my life. So uh, thank you for hosting, and just thank you for all, well, you know, everything. So. Thank you for that, and thanks for calling. What's on your mind today, Dominic? Uh, uh, so I, uh, the reason for my call is I, I was trying to reconcile the time period in Job. Uh, so I, I recently went through Job in my devotional, and I uh, just wanted to— uh, so I had heard— and I'm not sure if I'm I'm getting this correct, but uh, so please correct me if, uh, okay. if this is not accurate. But I heard a pastor talk about um, how um, we uh, how we believe that there's there was uh, very little or no weather before, like or uh, maybe not weather, but like uh, no rain before uh, the great flood. Sure. Right. And so I was trying to reconcile the time period of the Book of Job, how because uh, I, I I thought that. Um, the book of Job took place before the Great Flood, uh, how it talks about the behemoths and the Leviathan, um, also in the, in, you know, the latter chapters of, of Job, but uh, how it talks about the rains, uh, you know, how the Lord fills the clouds and um, brings forth the storms. So, um, 
so yeah, I, I guess my question was just uh, kind of where where the Book of Job kind of landed and all that in that time period. Yeah. So yeah, there, the Book of Job certainly. Um, if, for example, if you ever pick up a uh, uh, a chronological Bible. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, one of those, but uh, they're 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 pretty interesting. Typically, what you'll what you'll find in a chronological Bible uh, is the Book of Job uh, very early on, because it's it's always uh, considered to be uh, you know one of the oldest books uh, of the Bible. So um, obviously, you know there are chapters. Um, in the book of Genesis, that would predate uh, the book of Job. But a lot of times, what you'll see is a chronolo- in, with a chronological Bible is you'll see the first few chapters of Genesis, and then you know you'll see kind of the book of Job uh, tucked in there. But uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that the book of Job uh, has to be um, you know before the uh, the flood. You're right uh, about you know rain and and the flood. A lot of commentators suggest. Uh, well, uh, uh, the Bible actually tells us, not just commentators, but uh, the Bible tells us that, that it, it, it didn't rain on the earth uh, prior to the flood. And so what what typically they're seeing with uh, the uh, waters in Genesis separating the firmament from the firmament, a lot of times you'll hear a uh, discussion of a water canopy around the earth and kind of a, a, a sort of... Uh, uh, greenhouse uh, type of climate, which would then explain, you know, large animals and large ferns that are found, you know, at the poles and things of that nature. Right. <clears throat> and then what you have with the flood is is obviously rain, but as well, uh, in part, that rain being attributed to the uh, the collapse of, of that water canopy. Um, I, I I would suggest to you uh, that uh, that when we look at the Book of Job, um, it, it is obviously a very early book, um, but it doesn't necessarily uh, have to be uh, prior to uh, prior to the flood. And some people would put it uh, as you point out; they they would. Uh, place its timing, um, you know, prior to it, and some people would, would place it uh, somewhere somewhere after there. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, there, there are some verses you're talking about uh, in, in, chapter, in the later chapters, right? Did you have a specific uh, verse? You mentioned some re- uh, related to the rain, but then the contrast with that with Leviathan and so forth. Is that what you're asking about? Oh uh, right, yeah. Just because uh, it had mentioned the like the behemoth and the leviathan, um, and I believe it was in chapter thirty six. Thirty six. Uh, um, I can't remember exactly where you know the the rain uh, came through. I think it was chapter thirty six, uh, verse thirty eight, maybe, and then chapter thirty seven, verse eleven. I think if I'm remembering those correctly, but I, I don't have my Bible open with yeah, me. Yeah, no, I'm just trying have to it pull... with me, just not open. Yeah, I'm just trying to pull those up as you speak because there's another verse too uh, where it speaks about, and I'll and I'll try to track that down too as well for you. I don't, I can't think of it off the top of my head, um, but uh, in the book of Genesis uh, where it talked about uh, uh, it hadn't rained on the earth uh, prior to uh, prior to the flood, and obviously that would be uh, somewhere around chapter six or so, six or seven, and uh, so I'll try to track that down as well for you. Um, 
But what I would suggest to you is is that uh, uh, the timing of of the book of Job, uh, I would I would place it uh, not necessarily uh, before uh, the flood, but sometime after uh, after the flood. There, so you have you know obviously uh, okay. it, yeah you have a new a new population. Now the the issue then that you have is is if you're trying to say that. Uh, you know that that the the Leviathan and th- so forth that this is speaking strictly of dinosaurs, and if you're you know if the idea is is that the dinosaurs were uh, were destroyed at the time of the flood, you know then obviously that that's not going to work. But then if you know that it didn't rain prior to the flood and you have it raining in the Book of Job, then you've got a problem. You got to deal with that. So what right. I would, what I would suggest to you is is that it's post. Uh, post flood, but but not that much. It's very, like I said, one of the very earliest books of the Bible, and and what I would also suggest to you uh, is is that when it speaks of of the Leviathan, it's not necessarily speaking. Uh, you know, uh, in fact, it speaks of uh, like great. Uh, water creatures as well if you recall in the book of job there and and so i would suggest to you that that it's speaking of very large animals uh but not necessarily uh dinosaurs although some people uh look to to job to explain the dinosaurs right right yeah i that's all exactly where i was kind of landing with that so i just wanted to and I'm, i'm glad that you're kind of confirming everything that i was uh you know kind of wrestling with in my heart so that's awesome because yeah, I, I was thinking. Well, you know, that can't be within that time period because there's rain, and so it can't be within that canopy period. But uh, yeah, so y- yeah, so that it, works. Awesome. It, that that brings a lot of clarity to that. So um, thank you very much. Yeah, I, one of one of the great commentaries I like, and and so um, I'll give you a suggestion. You're a student of the Bible. Other people listening, if you're going to buy a single volume commentary, I recommend the Believer's Bible Commentary, William MacDonald. Then when you go to step up to your first two volume commentary, um, I would recommend what is known as the Bible Knowledge Commentary. Uh, John Walvert is one of was one of the editors uh, of that, and uh, Walvert actually places the timing uh, of the 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 Book of Job in the patriarchal age. So that would be Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, uh, about two thousand BC, um, oh. and and so um, I, I would kind of be more in line with that. But like I said, if you pick up. Uh, you know, maybe a chronological Bible or or some other commentaries. You're going to find it very early on, but I I think that that creates more problems than it solves. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. I I really appreciate the uh, the clarification on that. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, it, exactly. It, it's a you know it's a fascinating. The Book of Job is 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 a fascinating uh, 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 book as well, and so. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of great commentaries. If you're you're looking for some some uh, older commentaries, uh, you know, I can give you recommendations of those more contemporary commentaries. There's great tools. Uh, if you've never used the uh, Blue Letter Bible, uh, it's blueletterbible.org. They have links for free to some great commentaries uh, online as well. So uh, there's lots of uh, today. We're we're blessed in our technical technological age to have access to such great uh, his you know uh, archived information, older information, uh, and, uh, and some new information as well. So uh, enjoy some of that and, and enjoy digging into that further, Dominic. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I hope you uh, enjoy the rest of your day. 
Yeah, you as well, and uh, and and thanks so much uh, for thanks for giving us a call and letting us talk about something really interesting. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you bet. Right. God, God bless you, folks. If you want to join me uh, on the program here, Jason Vanderveer here with you on Calvary Live. Great call from from Dominic, uh, just about the timing of the Book of Job. One certainly one of the older books in the Bible. Uh, not so sure it's as old as some people want to place it. Like I said, I would probably place it more in the in the uh, the patriarchal time period, the patriarchal age. But uh, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, that's the number. If you want to follow up Dominic's call, if you have an additional question on that subject or any subject, um, it's all uh, open season, uh, whatever you want to talk about. If you want to uh, text us, with your question, you can do that as well. Uh, as I often say, uh, keep it uh, simple for me: one sentence prayer request or text question. Uh, three zero, excuse me, seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven is the text uh, number that you can text seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. But better yet, how about giving me a call uh, on Calvary Live here three zero three six nine zero three thousand. A lot of people tell me, you know, I was listening and I really had a question I wanted to call in and ask about, but I was a little bit nervous. Uh, well, I can um, understand that completely. We'll do our best to make you comfortable. I think that you, once you start uh, uh, having a conversation with us, that you'll kind of forget a lot of that discomfort and, and just get uh, engaged in the conversation. So don't be afraid. Give us a ring here, 303-690-3000. Appreciate all of our listeners. Last time I was on, we had a, a lot of calls from Pennsylvania. It's great to see uh, all of our listeners from the Northeast, Maryland, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania on Hope FM, see them calling in. And of course, uh, I think we got one of our first calls actually from our Truth FM listeners in Kentucky, North Carolina, and Tennessee. And so, uh, of course, all of our uh, local, what I would consider more local listeners, Colorado and Wyoming up and down the front range, uh, welcome uh, to to you uh, as well. Again, 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000 is the number to call if you want to join us uh, here on the air. I'm Jason Vanderveer. I'm the pastor of Calvary Chapel in Parker, Colorado, and uh, we've got some open lines here, so I'll just uh, give you the website information again for us uh, at Calvary Chapel Parker in case you want to join us, uh, and uh, um, you can go to calvarychapelparker.com and get service times and all sorts of information. We've got a, a baptism coming up in about a week, a week from this Saturday, so if you want to join us for that or any of our other things going on, youth ministry, uh, children's ministry, empty nesters, young adults. Uh, we've got a lot of different things happening as well as our regular weekly services uh, on Sunday, our prayer uh, service on Tuesday, and then our midweek service on Wednesday. You can join us for any uh, or for all of those, and uh, we'd love to have you do so. No need to call or anything in advance. You can just show up. It's all on the website there, but if you have any questions, our uh, contact information, you can email us or call us uh, through our website, calvarychapelparker.com. But, uh, you know, take advantage of this uh, particular program here, 
3,000 is the number if you want to uh, join me here on the program, and I'd love to hear. That's what makes this program really so interesting. That's why I'm I enjoy it so much. It's it's uh, because of of you and people like Dominic, uh, who listen to the program, who call in, who who have such uh, great questions, and even sometimes it's subjects you know that we have studied before or or taught before or or even had questions about on the program before. But but it seems that every time somebody has a new kind of take on things and or a new reason for asking uh that that makes it uh so fascinating and uh and great to to talk to all of you so uh take advantage this is a, a great program not many uh of its kind uh well really this is kind of a one of a kind very unique uh program uh, where you can you can call in get prayer uh, get encouragement, get answers to your Bible questions. Uh, we, we have a lot of great pastors that are daily uh, on this uh, program, Monday through Friday. And and just a great opportunity to call and to talk to somebody if you don't regularly have the opportunity to do so. Uh, or, uh, you know, you need a, a chance to do so midweek. 303-690-3000. Let's go to uh, Laverne. Uh, Laverne, welcome to the program. Hi, I just have a prayer request for a friend who's got stage four cancer. Mm, yeah, wh- and what's your friend's first name? Uh, Butch. Okay, and and uh, is this something that was just discovered? Have you known about this for a while, or, or, uh, or what? About two or three weeks, uh, they had known it, but I was talking to his wife last evening, and she had mentioned that she had known it for two or three weeks, but uh, it just came on really suddenly for him. Well, let's lift. I, I I appreciate you calling in. I'm sure is he a believer or? Definitely. It's oh, okay. His well, wife. well, and and that kind of you know we immediately exhale a sigh of of uh, relief, um, you know, at that point because we know obviously while we we seek for healing in the body, we we don't have any concerns uh, from an eternal perspective, which isn't always the case with uh, with with most people. Well, I appreciate you calling, Laverne. Let's go ahead and pray for Butch right now. Okay. Father, thank you so much. I thank you for Laverne and just put it on her heart to, to dial the phone and to ask for prayer. And, and Lord, uh, I, I can't imagine uh, the, the, the things that are going through uh, Butch's mind, his heart, his wife's, uh, maybe even, even greater than his own. Lord, uh, we just pray for them right now for their peace. Uh, Lord, we just pray that, that you would surround them and comfort them. We thank you that they know you. That they belong to you. That uh, that no matter what happens, uh, nothing and no one can take that away. Uh, but Lord, we do lift them up, and we believe in you for healing, if that's your will, Lord. And and we know that you're sovereign. We know that you know what's best, and 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 uh, you heal some. You you receive others to yourself. And we don't know that what you have in store for this family, but we do lift them up and we do pray that if you're willing that you would heal and we and we do realize that that uh that's not a problem for you. Lord, we 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 recognize that that uh in an instant uh, you can say the word, Lord, and, and, and Butch can be healed. And so uh, we pray that, that you would just work. If that's your will that you would do it. If it's not, Lord, that you would work something greater uh even through this. But Lord, we know that sometimes uh, these things come in our lives that that uh, um, that, that that your power may be manifest uh, in us, 
and not because of some sin or or poor decision or anything like that, but just so that you can be glorified. And so we pray that you'd be glorified in this family, that you would bless this family, that you would encourage them, that the the that that the darkness and the discouragement that often follows this disease uh, wouldn't cling to them, Lord, but that the joy of the Lord would be their strength and that they would be full uh, in you. And so, Lord, we just pray for their peace, the peace of their friends like Laverne and others who who, who are worrying about their friend, concerned about their friend, Lord, uh, that, that you would use this to draw each person closer to you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much. Well, you bet, and I, I really do uh, uh, appreciate you uh, listening and calling in and, and, and lifting up the needs of others. And, and, and if you get a chance uh, down the road and you have an update, uh, give us a call back and, and let us know how Butch is doing. I sure will. Thank appreciate- you so much for your prayer. Yeah, you bet. God bless you, Laverne. So we have a Thank text. You. Yep. We have a, a, a Kind of an unofficial text question, but something that just came in here, and it was it's related to Calvary Chapel Parker, uh, the church that, uh, or not Calvary Chapel Parker, but but Parker in general, uh, the town of Parker where I pastor, and it's a question regarding uh, how how this town ranks in terms of responsiveness uh, to the gospel, and uh, what kinds of things. Uh, you know, do we need to engage uh, folks with the gospel that uh, that might be different or unique? So I, I think to to kind of boil that down a little bit uh, further, even I, I think it's what what makes uh, the town where where I pastor uh, unique. Uh, or maybe not unique, uh, if if that is in fact the case in terms of the preaching of the gospel. Um, Parker is a is a fascinating place. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with Parker, and even those of you that are, um, I, I would tell you this: it's probably the kind of place where you would see a BMW pulling a horse trailer. You know, in other words, I say that a lot, and people kind of chuckle. I think people in this town aren't really sure what they are. Are they are they ranchers? Uh, are they uh, are, are they CEOs? You know, uh, uh, maybe they're both. Uh, I, I don't really know, but uh, you know, we have a lot of average uh, folks, uh, and and we have uh, you know the wealthier set uh, certainly here as well. And what I find is is that they all need uh, Jesus Christ, and and um, and we're thankful that uh, that many of them uh, in our church and in other churches in the town uh, have embraced Jesus Christ, uh, uh, but unfortunately, not all of them. Uh, have yet. And so I think that the greatest thing uh, that we need, uh, and this isn't unique to Parker, I think that it, that it, wherever you're listening right now, uh, the, the greatest thing that, that we need is prayer. Uh, prayer for revival for folks, whether they're whether they're middle class, whether they're uh, you know uh, extremely wealthy, or whether they're uh, not as wealthy, uh, they all need one common thing. They're all sinners. They all need Jesus Christ, and and the one thing that's going to reach them uh, is the is the Spirit of God and 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 His prayer and His revival, beginning with us as believers in the church. If you think of us, if you're listening now and and you have some extra time in your prayer, I say uh, say uh, 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 a prayer. And uh, and lift us up uh, as you're praying, just that uh, that we would experience, uh, as you would desire, probably where you are as well, that we would experience a revival, and that we would see people even this week, uh, people coming uh, to Jesus Christ in our services. We're blessed to be able to give the gospel and an invitation at every service. And so uh, if you do decide to to join us uh, here in Parker, you will hear the gospel every time you come. Uh, there will be an invitation given uh, every time uh, we teach. Uh, 
because we never know who's going to be there and, and whether or not that's going to be uh, their day. So, uh, you know, uh, that's just kind of what we do, a little bit about where we pastor. I'd love to hear more about you and your questions. The break's a great time to call 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000 is the, the number to call. Great time now. Pick up your phone. Put the number uh, in your phone. Dial it. Give us a call. We can get your calls lined up for the second half. We've got the bottom of the uh, hour break that we've we've got to take here, but it's a short one. And uh, and during that break, we can we can line up your calls and, and get you ready for the next half of the program. Give us a call with your prayer requests, uh, 303-690-3000, Bible questions. You can also text us, 720-336-0897 to text, 720-336-0897. I'm Jason Vanderveer, pastor of Calvary Chapel in Parker, Colorado. Such a privilege to be with you. Thanks so much uh, for listening. We got another half of the program. Really excited uh, about that, and uh, really excited about talking to you. So again, three zero three six nine zero. 3,000. 303-690-3000. That's the number to call uh, if you want to join us uh, here on Calvary Live. I'm Jason Vanderveer. We'll be right back. Got to take a little break, but we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And welcome back. Jason Vanderveer here with you on Calvary Live, 303-690-3000. And let's, uh, we got some calls uh, during the break there. That's great. Appreciate that. Let's go to Christine in Fort Morgan, Colorado. Christine, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing really well, thanks. What's, uh, what's on your mind today? I have a daughter-in-law who was raised Jewish, mm-hmm. and she has since wanted to learn about the Christian perspective, since they don't teach on death much in the Jew, where she went to temple at. And when their daughter passed away last summer, she just doesn't know where her daughter is, and I want to teach her, and she's now open to mm-hmm. that. So what what curriculum could you recommend? Yeah, so, so that's a common... You know, a common thing. Uh, so when you, it's very interesting. There's sometimes a very hopeless perspective um, because of a lack of understanding, you know, amongst Jews uh, about death. So in other words, uh, a lot of times, uh, you know, they sometimes just believe, uh, you know, in a traditional sense, uh, in, in in God, really, and they they sometimes don't have any concept of the afterlife or spiritual things. That really goes all the way back to to the division between the Pharisees and the Sadducees in the Bible. Uh, of course, uh, the Bible says that the Sadducees didn't believe. Uh, they didn't believe in the resurrection. They didn't believe in angels. It, it's kind of like they just believed in. Christianity almost like a big club and and really I think a lot of Jews today are are uh, philosophically the descendants uh, of those people and so uh, they don't believe or they don't often have an understanding and you know I think that they get by in life for for a while like that until something 
difficult happens or until they're actually faced with death. And so it's great to see that, that um, and you said it was your daughter-in-law, right? Yeah, it's, it's great to see that that she has an interest now uh, in in spiritual things. Um, you know, I think that that as far as curriculum goes, um, there's some some resources I can I can recommend to you that that are coming uh, from a, a Jewish perspective. Uh, but uh, then I think just the 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 greatest resource uh, is is the Scripture. And is studies through the scripture, and so um, I don't know uh, what churches you have available uh, near you, but uh, I, I would just say that that going verse by verse through the scriptures is is the best thing, and especially I would recommend a couple of great books. Um, obviously, you know I think that that for a lot of Jews, you know they would prefer the Old Testament, the Book of Daniel. Uh, is great uh, would be a great study from that perspective if you if you uh, would like you're welcome to go online and listen to our verse by verse study uh, at any time you'd like through the book of Daniel I think the book of Revelation in the New Testament is also another great uh, study because you see during the the great tribulation in particular God is dealing once again after the rapture of the church uh, with the nation of Israel and so uh, I would recommend both of those to you I would also uh, and I'll give you our website where you can just go and kind of stream those at, at your leisure. I would also recommend, uh, there's a, a few great online resources. Um, I would recommend the ministry of Dr. Michael Brown. Uh, he's a, a Jewish believer uh, and, and a tremendous uh, thinker. Uh, I would recommend that you check out some of his resources and books. Uh, and uh, I would also recommend uh, Chosen People Ministries. Uh, they have some resources uh, available online. Jews for Jesus is another one uh, as well, and you'll find some great resources there. But I've always been a big fan, uh, uh, first and foremost, there, of, 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 as I said, of Dr. Brown and, uh, and his reasoning in particular uh, with, with Jewish believers uh, or Jewish people uh, leading them to Christ. Now, if you'd like to uh, go through some of those studies that I just mentioned uh, through our website, you can do that for free. There's no cost. You can just go there and do that as you like. And as I said, I'd recommend uh, initially the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation. Uh, you can go to Calvary Chapel Parker. Dot com and there's a tab at the top that says messages uh, in the Old Testament you can just pick Daniel uh, from the pull down menu and it'll bring up all of the studies uh, through the entire book of Daniel and you can just go through those chronologically and then in the New Testament uh, you'll see Revelation series 1 or series 2 the most recent time uh, we went through the book of Revelation being series 2 and you can watch or listen uh, to those messages and, and I think that that it'd be great to just sit down, uh, you know, open your Bible up, uh, watch or listen to a message, uh, and then talk about it. You know, read in the Scripture uh, because we go verse by verse, and 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 then discuss it uh, with your daughter-in-law and uh, follow up with us if you have any questions. You know, you can go through our website, email us, or or call us, or uh, or you can call this program back as well if you have questions. I did. Perfect. Did you say CalvaryChapelParker.com? Yes, Calvary Chapel, C-A-L-V-A-R-Y, C-H-A-P-E-L, and then Parker, P-A-R-K-E-R.com.
I'll do it. It's and it's easy. all, yeah, you just, you can kind of, whatever time of day you want, stream it, download it, watch it, you know, play it on your, you know, airplay it on your TV or on your computer or whatever, you, whatever's convenient for you or just listen to it uh, in the car. And, uh, and, and, and then I think you're going to find <laughs> that going through the Word of God like that is going to spark a lot of questions in conversation. Wonderful. I appreciate your input. Thank you so much. You bet. Yeah, thanks, Christine, for calling. God bless you. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yep, you bet. 303-690-3000. Let's go to Justin in Colorado Springs. Justin, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? I'm doing really well. Thanks for calling. Right on, brother. Um, I had a question, you know, because this is something I'm kind of wrestling with myself, Mm -hmm. um, concerning... um, you know, speaking particularly the the gospel um, mm-hmm. in the secular workplace, um, I've got um, a couple. Well, there are a few people. Let's just put it that way. Um, in the workplace, who I I know are non-believers, um, mm-hmm. and then there are also uh, fellow believers um, who I work with. And mm-hmm. I just have you know, God has obviously given us a command, right? Mm-hmm. To right. Yeah, to, to spread the gospel, uh, make disciples of all nations, and and particularly the word he uses is preach the gospel yeah. to every living creature. And so, you know, I've heard it said, especially today and in this, this day and age, um, you know, there's this sort of thinking, I guess, that um, I think it was C.S. Lewis that said, do not uh, uh, preach the gospel, um, but if necessary, use words. Mm-hmm. But the only problem is that I don't find that in the Scripture, and it's kind of the, the mentality I've found um, in the workplace, as I've been spoken to by my boss, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and kind of, I guess, for a lack of a better term, scolded about it. And I, I'm really wrestling through it because, obviously, number one, you know, we've been commanded by God, yeah. and that's he's all. Um, but then also, too, like... In, in America, we've been given the right, uh, the Constitution gives us the right to practice our faith and to, to um, have free speech. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I guess I'm kind of wrestling with where is where's the line drawn between, yeah. between telling them the gospel and living out my faith, not being afraid to um, speak about Jesus, even if it offends people, because Jesus said that they would be offended um, because of him. Yeah, and, I would. I would just and say this: like loving them enough to letting him do the job. You know. Yeah, no, I would just say this. You know that if you you've been scolded, uh, you're probably doing a good job. <laughs> you know what I mean? In other words, if you're being told not to preach the gospel, it's because you're you're doing something right usually. And so I would I would congratulate you and I would encourage you. Um, having said that, I, I would say this. You know, maybe there. What 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 type of business are you in, or what's your workplace like? So I work for a, a locksmithing business. Okay. And, uh, it's pretty small as far as staff goes. Uh, All right. Just a handful of us, maybe five or okay. six. Okay. Yeah. And and so what I would do is, you know, I would just just let your boss know, hey, look, you know, I 
I respect you. I respect everybody here. Uh, I respect that we're here to do a job, and and I'm going to make sure that that you know I do my job. That I don't uh, create a you know a workplace where you know uh, people you know feel attacked in any way. Um, but you know at the same time, you know when I have an opportunity to respectfully share my faith, uh, I believe you know that I'm called to do that, and I'm going to do my best to be the best employee that I can, and and to help other employees. And to love them, uh, but also to to share the gospel when I have an opportunity. And I would say that there are opportunities in the workplace to share the gospel. You know, we're we're there to 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 work, but also we spend a lot of time there. And 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 God has us there for a reason because a lot of those people uh, they're not going to go to a church. They're they're not going to listen to a Christian radio station or watch a Christian program or read a Christian book or go to a Christian movie or anything like that. And so. You know the the only exposure that they're going to have to the gospel, the only chance that they have at salvation, uh, is is through the preaching of the gospel. You know how will they believe? Paul says in Romans, unless they hear, and how will they hear unless you know someone preaches, unless someone is sent. And so, you know, you you have been sent, and I have been sent, and others in their workplace have been sent. And so we have to find a way to, to balance and do both. And I would say this, that, that it's a cop-out to say, well, I'm just going to live out the gospel. You've got to do both. You've got to live the gospel, and you've got to preach the gospel. Just as you can't preach the gospel without living the gospel, um, you, you it's not enough to just say, well, I'm going to just live the gospel and hope that people figure it out. Um, that That's why we're called to to preach the gospel as well. So I would encourage you, you know, to keep doing that. If you have other co-workers there that sounds like, you know, you said you do that are believers, I would encourage you guys even to 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 get together and to pray. And, you know, just off hours or maybe your lunch break or, you know, before work or whatever works out for, for you to get together and to pray for your coworkers. And, and I would say that, that really it begins there, that, that, that God working in your workplace begins there. But I believe that God can transform an entire workplace through, through one person uh, with the gospel. And so I would just encourage you, if there are other believers there that are willing to get together with you, if not... You know, pray and fast on your own for 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 your coworkers and for their salvation and for opportunities to to preach the gospel uh, and then and then carry it out and then keep doing it and 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 doing it uh, lovingly, you know. And so uh, th- that that would be my encouragement to you. Yeah, that's really good. I I definitely like what you said about. Um how most people, you know, many people in the workplace won't go to the church. And I think, well, the real, the reality is that we are the church, you know. And I keep, for some reason, God keeps bringing to my mind that scripture where he says, we are the salt and light of the earth, you know. And um, and we're not supposed to put that under a basket. And so, yeah, that definitely helps. And, uh, yeah, I guess... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your encouragement and um, be keeping these guys in prayer. And um, it actually helps too because my boss is—he's a believer. He's right. one of the believers, so it helps because we've got that in common. Well, and and you know another thing that you can do too, and that's great that that your boss is a believer because you know that that's going to make things 
hopefully uh, easier for you. Um, but what I would say is this also um, is that, uh, you, you know, pray and then maybe there's going to be an opportunity to, to have, you know, some sort of, to do some sort of study together, you know, uh, oh. and, and to, to just tell other people, hey, you know, we're going to, we're going to do a study uh, after work or on the weekend or whatever. Again, whatever timing works out well for you. And, and you know, we're going to go through a book of the Bible or whatever together. Maybe you have a pastor that you want to go through the book of the Bible with or, um, you know, uh, or just want to read and, and discuss how, however you want to do it. But, um, but uh, and I can give you some suggestions, additional suggestions on that. But, um, but then, you know, that's an opportunity to invite people even that aren't believers. Just, you know, to say, hey, look, look, we, you know, I recognize, you know, you're not a believer, but you're welcome to come and, and ask questions and, and, and take part with us. You know, that's another way, a great way to share the gospel as well. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, obviously my, my fiance and I are planning on getting married pretty soon here. And we actually talked about that doing, you know, starting a Bible study type of an outreach in our apartment. And, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, and an apartment is a great place. Apartment complexes are are great places for evangelism. Um, you typically have a you know you have a, a centralized population that uh, th- that statistically is not you know typically going to church and uh, usually have a central kind of place. A lot of times you can put up information and invite people. And, and so, yeah, apartment complexes are, are great places to, to start Bible studies, you know. So I'd encourage you, you know, if the Lord leads, do that as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much, my friend. So, yeah, God bless you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you bet. I'll be praying for you. Let me pray for you right now. Lord, I just lift up Justin to you. Lord, I pray for his coworkers. I pray for their salvation. I pray for uh, his boss and others there who, who do know you. I just pray that they that he and they would be strengthened. I pray that you would uh, just give them wisdom and, and, and passion in praying for their coworkers. Lord, I pray wisdom. And if, if they're to start a Bible study, I pray that you'd open doors and give them the answers to answer uh, questions of, of unbelievers particularly in the workplace and i pray that you'd use them uh, to lead many to you i pray that this whole uh, company would be saved lord i pray that you would just work through justin and if you'd use him in his apartment complex that you would open that door as well father i just thank you for his heart and and uh, pray that you would just continue to increase his zeal and his passion uh, for you and use him in jesus name we pray amen amen my friend all right take care god bless you yep god bless justin 303-690-3000. Let's go to George in Highlands Ranch. George, welcome. Hello, George. Well, I don't know if we lost George. I might have made George uh, wait uh, too long. George, I apologize uh, for that. Let's go to Doug in Colorado Springs. Doug, welcome to the program. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. How are you? Great. Thank you. Yeah, what's on your mind? My question is, um, I got saved in 1969, and I believe that the Lord wouldn't put us through the tribulation. Mm-hmm. But I was wondering, is there any place in the Bible that I can show that we're not going to go through the tribulation, or what is your belief on that? Yeah, so so um, for those listening who, who maybe aren't as familiar uh, as you are, let me give just a little bit of information 
uh, on on the subject of the rapture of the church, um, if if uh, you have a futurist view, and that's a, a category of view that most believers would fall into, you either believe in a, a, a pre, mid, or post tribulational rapture. In other words, you believe that the church is going to be caught up, uh, as is described in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, uh, caught up to meet the Lord in the air, either before, in the middle of, or after uh, the, the great tribulation found in the book of Revelation. And so uh, uh, I believe, as, as it sounds like you do, in, in what is known as uh, the pre-tribulational rapture. In other words, that, that the church is going to be, be caught up uh, prior to uh, the, uh, the, the, the great tribulation period. And so, um, you know, a mid-tribulation rapture is probably the least common of those uh, views. There are quite a few, I think, uh, post tribulational uh, folks out there that believe that that you know the the church is going to be raptured it's a bit of an odd view though because it, you know you're uh, raptured and then you would be immediately returning with Jesus Christ uh, at the close or after the tribulation for the Battle of Armageddon and the millennium uh, that follows the Battle of Armageddon there so um, when you look at the scriptures particularly when you look at first Thessalonians uh, chapter 4 verse 16 as I said is uh, is dealing with the rapture of the church uh, and then when you get into Second Thessalonians, uh, very interestingly, I would encourage you to do a study not only of, of First Thessalonians chapter 4 there, uh, but then when you get into Second Thessalonians uh, chapter uh, 1 and uh, chapter 2 there, uh, so First Thessalonians 4 and 5, and then when you get into chapters 1 and especially in chapter 2 of Second Thessalonians, but that's very important for us uh, to keep in mind and, and to remember is is that you know the wrath that is on the earth uh, that is uh, the judgment upon uh, unbelievers and in first Thessalonians 5 verse 9 in this same context it says God has not appointed us to wrath but to obtain salvation by our, by our Lord Jesus Christ so um, you know when you put it all together uh, uh, it, I believe there's a compelling a case to be made for for a pre-tribulational rapture. Uh, a lot of people are looking for a verse that says, you know, uh, the rapture uh, is is before the great tribulation. Uh, that would be nice, but that that verse unfortunately doesn't exist. But but we don't really need it to exist because, as I said, such a compelling case is made in the scripture, whether it's the book of Revelation or First and Second Thessalonians uh, or elsewhere. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I, so, I appreciate your time, and um, you've answered my question very clearly. Yeah. I, I tell people this. I say, look, you know, uh, you're going to be raptured according to your view. <laughs> so it's, I, I, I'm, joke, I'm joking, of course, but, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I tell them, you know, if you're pre-tribulational, then you'll be raptured before. If you're mid, if you're post, you know, so make sure you choose <laughs> Make sure, make sure you choose correctly. Uh, well, you but uh, make sure you're ready. Period. Bottom line, you know, hey, uh, we we all should be humble and recognize, you know, I I believe this, but I could be wrong. 
Um, so sure. regardless, I need to be ready and I need to make sure as many other people as possible are ready. Well, there's only one that knows, so. Yep, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, one way or another, we're going to be there and uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. But I do think that it is important not to diminish, you know, the, the subject matter of your question, because what we believe has consequences and it affects the way that we live. And so, you know, the another thing that, that we need to realize is, is if the rapture is post-tribulation, then you're going to know the day and the hour. Sure. Be because the tribulation is seven years long. So, so the only way that you can have an unknown is for it to take place prior to the tribulation. Oh, okay. So just another, there's probably hundreds of arguments like that. Um, you know, unfortunately, uh, the older I get, the fewer I remember. <laughs> so, well, thank you very much for your time and God bless you yeah you bet thanks for uh, thanks for a great conversation George or Doug I'm sorry Doug thanks buddy hey folks uh, 303-690-3000 we've got time for probably one more call Sue uh, Sue in Maryland welcome to the program thank you thank you can you hear me okay I can hear you perfectly thanks for joining us Oh, good. Listen, I, I I have found your program on my drive home from work, and I absolutely love it. Um, I love the way that you teach God's Word with such gentleness, and I, I so admire it because I have such a love for Jesus and God's Word, and and I want to be able to converse with people with that kind of gentleness. However, when I start to talk to people about the Bible and I get pushback from them, I tend to get so passionate that I, my voice raises and I get, you know, I, I, I almost, I don't mean to sound, but I, people have told right. me that I sound offensive. Sure. And I'd like to learn how to be, um, you know, how to be, I heard you say on your um, program earlier that you didn't, um, you didn't want calls about arguing the Bible, and I agree mm -hmm. with you. I don't want to come across like I'm arguing for yeah. God's word, but I I seem to do that, and and uh, I so admire you. I thought you, I would love to mentor my discussions about Jesus and the Bible. Um, I'd, I'd love for you to mentor me how to do that. So my question is, how do I go about being as gentle? and inviting when I'm talking about God's Word as you are. Well, and I think uh, you're probably, since you're in Maryland, I think you're listening to Pastor Ed uh, on a previously recorded show. Uh, but I see yes. th that, that but said... I, but I heard you, as yeah. I was waiting, I oh. heard you talking about um, the rapture. Yeah, and, right. And I thought, this is, God is such amazing. He's amazing because I just started a Bible study with a group of women, it was supposed to be about end times, mm -hmm. and um, we we talked about that. And of course, I and my belief is pre-trib, sure. But I didn't explain it as as gentle as you did, and I thought, <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Well, let me just say this: that that uh, I think hopefully we're always growing in gentleness, and and I can remember a lot of times 
and and I hope that there isn't, but there might be more in the future where I don't come across as gently as as I would like to. Uh, and and you know, it's it's something that the Lord is always doing a work in us. I I, I love what uh, uh, what it says in in James chapter one verse nineteen. It says, uh, "Then my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear." slow to speak and slow to wrath. And you know what I often have to remind myself is is that there's no prize for answering quickly. Uh you know there there there's no there's nothing won in that. Uh to stop and I don't always remember to do this but to stop and to pray, to listen, uh to pray and and then to do my best to to answer as gently as I possibly can. And uh the yeah. Bible says that a gentle answer turns away wrath. And so, you know, yeah. um I, I think that, that we can say things a lot of different ways. I know that I have, and I can say things the same thing uh, but how I say it may may determine how I'm received and how effective I am, right? And, exactly. and, I, and I think with you too, you're probably passionate about what you're talking about. You're probably not angry or upset or no. you, don't, you don't want to no, argue, but, but sometimes... But that's how I'm perceived. Right, but sometimes we can come across that way. And, and, and I think the, the main thing is just to pray. Lord, if I'm coming across that way, I, I don't mean to come across that way, uh, but, uh, but so help me. And I'm gonna, I got just about 60 seconds left, Sue, so I want to take the rest of that time and I want to just pray for you and for our other oh, listeners and, uh, and that you. the Lord would do that. Father, we just I thank you for Sue and uh, I thank you for her question, Lord. We all desire to be gentle and more effective in, in sharing your word. And so we pray that you would, by your spirit do that work in us that we be swift swift to hear slow to speak slow to wrath when we're saying things that uh that we wouldn't intend to or not intend to to be harsh that we would say things with the love and the patience uh of your son that you would mold us and conform us into his image uh, that we would be gentler uh in our answers lord we love you and we thank you that you can do these things in jesus name we pray Amen. Hey, I got to run. I'm going to get cut off, Sue, but I appreciate you calling in. God bless you, folks. Thanks for listening to Calvary Live today. Appreciate all of you calling in. God bless you. Take care and have a great evening. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.